St. Patty's Day, Patty's Oklahoma. Day. Another another beautiful day up here at uh, ZT's. Today, we are going to be talking about a brand that I was introduced when I started working here. And uh, I didn't know a whole lot about it. But uh, I, everything I've smoked from them so far has been phenomenal, fantastic. Um, it was the first cigar, the Grand Alfred, from my father's that I found all of the tasting notes in it after I went and read the reviews after I smoked it. So that was my turn on for my father's cigar. We're going to be smoking the Don Pepin Original on this first half. Rosé Exquisito. Beautiful little cigar. Specifically modeled after the Cuban cigar. Triple cap. Mm-hmm. Uh, We're getting right into this shit, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hell, you just right through the door. Well, yeah, I wanted, I wanted to be a little. You bit got a lot to talk about, apparently. You got tasting <laughs> notes over there, blending notes. Uh, How no many blend. hours in the field each, <laughs> yeah. each farmer spent? <laughs> Regular Steve Saka. Oh, oh man, oh, man. <laughs> this one come out the gate today, huh? <laughs> I, I already see where this is going. Well, this we're not going to spend uh, uh, twelve hours talking about two two of the cigars in this lineup. So, yeah. No, but these cigars are special to his heart, man. You know, he's a big my father's guy, so you know, he's going to dive right into it, man. I yeah. I am. I, I love the that's nice. My father's. Um, how's y'all St. Patty's Day been so far? Busy, busy, busy. Yeah. It's been a great day at work, man. Customers in and out, and then getting what they need, what they want. So, very, very busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, today I come in some. Mm. I always ask you guys how you're, or you always ask me how my day's going. I said, well, sure, how is your day going? Mm-hmm. But I never ask you guys. It's like, you know how my day's going. I'm sitting here having coffee, smoking cigar. It ain't bad. <laughs> If you complain, you got a, you got your own problem. <laughs> Doing this right here, this is not a job, man. This is this is truly a career, man. You really love what you do. Uh, this is not a bad day in here, man. Mm-mm. It's not really, man. Especially working with uh, great group of guys like y'all, man, and just do things like this. You, you just can't beat it, man. No, not a bit. So let me say something real quick. This cigar comes from the seeds from I believe it's Monte Cristo the Cuban counterpart so when Pepin's family or himself left Cuba during the revolution mm-hmm. I believe they, they took the seeds specific to the Monte Cristo and brought them to Nicaragua to plant and this is Basically, strained from those seeds grown in Nicaragua, mm-hmm. and created this cigar. I believe the white might be the Cohiba for the Don Pepin White Series, and the black should be, I think, a cross hybrid between the Romeo and Juliet and the Upman. Nice, correct me if I'm wrong out there, but I believe those are the two. Mm-hmm. So, all those seeds came from Cuba. Nicaragua, and they planted. 
these are the grains. So there's your history lesson for the Tom Pertine series. Tom Pertine. Definitely got to start in Cuba. Uh, Escali is their factory. And are their factories in Escali? Nicaragua? Escali? That's their factory. Everything grown and rolled right there in Nicaragua. So you can't you can't go wrong. Nicaraguan tobacco is, you know, tasty. Got half a tree. That's <laughs> <laughs> a great flavor, man. I mean, the flavor bomb and everything. Just go to Well Rumble Cigar also, man. I mean, just I understand why it's good to you how everybody you have this stuff. And it, it, it is not too strong. It is. No, it's medium. Yeah. Anybody can grab this off the shelf and smoke. Well, I mean, if you really go back, you know, we, what we just talked about chasing the Cuban back. Cubans really haven't, weren't, weren't traditionally strong cigars. I, I don't know if I've smoked anything that's ever been over a medium mm-hmm. in Cuba. Ever. Real talk. Not you? No. They do not make a strong cigar. I call them breakfast cigars, man. Just be honest, mm-hmm. man. Like, you can afford it. Yeah, well, <laughs> back then, yeah. <laughs> now, no. They can keep it. <laughs> if, if, you, if, if you lighten up that in the morning, you, you know, you definitely didn't need to be on a podcast. <laughs> so, more money than Sam. Yeah, that's true. When you see people lighting, lighting up sticks with $100 bills, you know you're not in the right class, I guess. <laughs> So uh, another another kind of side topic that I wanted to talk about on this podcast was more of the and I, th- this is a great brand to use it with. I, there's pl- there's plenty out there that you could, but why does a cigar store decide to bring in the sizes that it does with a cigar? So like this one has I think like five, four or five sizes right. for this one, right? And if we have, is, is it more more or less kind of like a shelf space thing or just what moves? I think it really boils down to what do your customers want, first and foremost. You s- I would say, you know, they, they do this, this questionnaire every year. Todd gets involved with it, writes it down, you know. I think Cigar Aficionado puts it out, you know, hey, what's your number one? You know, or number two through five best-selling sizes. So they, they take polls of all these different stores. And I mean, it's no surprise that Toro's number one selling size in the world or in the United States. And I think Robusto's number two pretty handily. Um, so you kind of go based off, okay, those are the number one and two best sizes to sell. It makes sense to carry both of those sizes. Mm-hmm. For a company to come out with a new line that doesn't even have the, that size is one <laughs> me <laughs> scratch your head, <laughs> you know. So um, shelf space does play into it somewhat, but not always. Just saying. Sometimes the more sizes you have, it kind of boosts, you know, the, the 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 blend itself. So some cigars warrant it, some cigars don't. Yeah, it goes down to you know, what does the customer want. 
for us, I think we pretty much feel that I think that sweet spot is to really have a successful blend and do well with it to at least have three sizes. Yeah. You know, Robusto, Toro, um, or their equivalent, Double Robusto, Toro Extra. You know, we can argue semantics on what is the true size of Robusto and Toro. But within reason, you know, you got to have those two. Okay. And then the other one, Trap Champ. Hey, might be might sell well in a 660, might sell well in a long trail. Great cigars, we all love them. Mm-hmm. They were into business, and unless you're like Jorge down in Stogies, you're playing Serapina, <laughs> <coughs> literally. Um, he just that guy's he loves selling long trails because he's he's got his customers and followers, but prone to knowing that that's what he sells for. Mm-hmm. Uh, but most of the time, yeah, we don't carry a ton of either of those two sizes. Six sixty. Choke Trail. Torpedo's not a great size seller for us, but depends on the cigar, I think. Mm-hmm. So, back to your question. Hopefully that answered it. Oh, yeah, it did. I, on you, our end. You, you know me. I'm, I'm, I'm the dumb guy in the group. I, I have no problem asking stupid questions when it comes to, uh, I guess, I just... gave a stupid answer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't mind. I don't mind. Full sizes out of a hat, and those were three. But <laughs> just roll the dice, and we should label each size. Mm-hmm. Whichever one it lands on is the one we order. So that's not a bad idea. We gotta use those big dice, like <laughs> the yard dice. <laughs> gotta make it interesting. <laughs> <laughs> the dice reference seemed fitting for what our side hobby is up here. Whenever there's nothing to do. Not far from. Well, then it's an, an, another one, uh, kind of follow-up question then. There's a million different brands out there, right? A million different brands. I think that's a slight exaggeration, it, there's it, a lot of them. There's a lot. There, there's a lot. We have, we have people coming in all the time asking whether or not, you know, what, 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 you know, why aren't you guys carrying this brand? Why aren't you guys carrying that one? What is your response? What would be your response to that? Well, Demar, I want to hear what Demar has to say. He gets it a lot too, because I mean, I'm not here seven days a week. Demario's not here seven days. Well, he hears some on weekends. I want what do you what do you tell people, or why do we not carry brand X? First, we're the largest in Florida State. We can't carry it all, <laughs> you know. But I mean, one thing about the four or five, we ain't got it. We're gonna tell you if we know where you go find it at. Mm-hmm. But we're always going to try to find you something in here that's compatible to that cigar. So. If you can't find nothing in here, there's a problem. Th- th- man, <laughs> I mean, I want to find a different <laughs> hobby, buddy. Bro, this, this <laughs> might not be for you, man. Because, uh, <laughs> and it's not just supposed to brag about it, but we have a phenomenal selection, brother. We just really do. And it keeps growing. Mm-hmm. You know, we got the mainstreams, we got boutiques, we got, we got what you need, man. I mean, we got limited edition stuff, uh, vintage, TAA, uh, PCA, I mean, you name it, man. Mm-hmm. If you walk in here and you can't find a cigar, bro, this this is really not for you, man. I'm sorry. I, I, I really hate to say it, but I don't hate to say it. Like, 
That's just rough, man. Yeah, there's certain cigars people are out there that are looking for a specific cigar. And I don't Abs- like that. Absolutely. And if we don't have it, you came in, you tried, I'll, we'll point you where it is, like you said. Yeah. Or where we think might have it. We might have it. So, um, but on another note, A, it rolls right back what you said. It's a proximity thing. You know, if store X has it and they're, you know, five miles away, store Y has it and they're five miles away in the other direction, there's really absolutely no reason for us to carry it. Oh. Even though it might be a great brand, great company, everything, it boils down to, you know, A, logistics. Two people got it. Might need to be three. Mm-hmm. But um, that has a lot to do with it. Some, some boutiques, um, there's guys that want to specialize in that. That's fine. And we support those guys. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, you can't carry everything. So, you know, let them enjoy doing that in their flight. Mm-hmm. And we'll support them. I think we all do a great job uh, between all the stores, man, not trying to step on each other's toes and, you know, letting people do what they do. And like I said, hey, just the store down the street, why, why do we need that? Y'all do y'all thing, and we're going to do ours. And, you know, just represent the cigar culture right, you know. Yeah, you can almost oversaturate a market with a cigar brand. Mm-hmm. And that's what we try not to do. <coughs> uh, that's one thing I have noticed working here and be, being a part of uh, uh, ZTs is that, that w- we do. And, um, a great example of that is, you know, Clyde up, you know, Second Street. He loves boutique cigars, and more power to him because some of the stuff he has, the Ezra Zion lineup, the couple of different ones that he has, great, great sticks. We just don't carry them, but he will, and we just point them right over there. And I think I li- that's 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 one thing I, I I've always liked about this cigar industry is we do they we do do our best to try to help each other out. It's it's a family, mm-hmm. and we don't step on anybody's toes. We don't say someone has bad cigars. So. Well, that's what this culture is about. Every, you know, you know, this ain't no slide. Nobody's, everybody don't get that. You know, I ain't going to sit here and put no names out there or nothing. But for the ones who we mess with and they mess with us, we, we appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And we're going to keep doing what we're doing. So, you know, ZTs is always going to keep doing what we're doing and do it better, man. Absolutely. Every day is about customer service and giving the customer what they want, man. And like keep perfecting this craft, man, because we can't know it all. So you know, we gonna keep smoking and you know, and keep learning about this industry, man. Yeah. And sometimes it's the smallest changes that you can do to a shop that make the biggest impact. Mm-hmm. Whether it's moving cigar here, cigar there, cutting the size, <laughs> like we just said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got four sizes. You can do a full year in report. Hey, this one ain't cutting the mustard, guys. You know, it's got to go. I mean, regardless of how much you love that size or that brand or that blend, you know, in the end, it's a business. Mm-hmm. You got to look at it from a business perspective of, you know, who's not, what's not carrying its weight, and you know, move on to the next one. There's always another one out there, and there's always new stuff in the pipeline. So that's kind of where we look at it. Mm-hmm. Seems like every every uh, weekend when I come in to work on Saturday, there's, there's always something new to do, keeping everything fresh, keeping everything moving. Well, sometimes you have to. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Company X has a new product coming out. Okay, I got to make you know room for three boxes on the three four boxes, whatever Todd ends up buying. It's got to go on the shelf sometime, you know. So room's got to be made, sacrifices. 
got something here, need something there, break a box here. I know people hate hearing that, break a, you know. Oh, you took the lid off. If you're buying that cigar because the lid, <laughs> then we need Whoa, to talk. <laughs> <laughs> you're kind of buying it for the wrong reason. <laughs> <laughs> hate to break the mystery. <laughs> as long as it's pushing, man, that's all that matters, brother. <laughs> So I'm going to bring us back to this this Dom's Bean for a second. It's just nice and smooth. There there was a, a hint of pepper at the beginning, but not much. Good uh, hardwood. Anything else y'all are finding? Explain to me hardwood. <laughs> and here we go. I said I said it in the wrong group. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I should. I I, I was being an adult. And, I wasn't. I wasn't watching what I was saying for a moment. <laughs> no, I. I think. I mean, I, have <laughs> no, 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 I have no idea what that. No, is. no, it's I gotta cut you. No, explain <laughs> this. Explain this. We we need answers. Because <laughs> I've never had a customer say, "You got any of that hardwood smoking <laughs> cigar?" Well, you, you think hardwood, you think oak, right? Well. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or what? 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 What are we getting at here, I gentlemen? No. Are, are we? Are we going down this route already? I mean. Oaky finish, you know, like you would. <laughs> Cherry casks. You know, still oak. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> I'm just trying to understand what the hell that means. <laughs> well, I might have to use that instead of like, you know, some of <laughs> But it's a prime selling point right there. Oh we'll get a newbie on that one. <laughs> hey, I need you to make sure you tell anybody you see the cigar. It's got that nice hardwood taste to it. <laughs> I don't know about treated lumber. That might, yeah. Uh, yeah, that might Just in the morning, <laughs> wake you up. I, um, I mean, so it's like, you know, oaky, pecan. More of an oak. Okay. I want to say there more of go. an oak. But that could be just me. Anything else y'all picking up? Tell you that for sure the pepper, like you said, is gone off the rip there. Yeah, I don't know. I can see for that. Yeah. Let's see where it's gone. Yeah. You see, when I say see through this, you got a problem with it. Cause <laughs> you <laughs> said it. Hey, there's no issue. <laughs> what you mean? We? What you mean when you say see through this? You under? You got it? Because he said the sweetness, mm -hmm. and I was just backing up with that cedar wood. Yeah. We gonna have a talk later. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I hear you guys say you're gonna have a talk, but I, I never hear the talk. What's going on? Because it always ends real bad for me. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to make a comment when we were talking about we can't know everything, but uh, Laramie over here ruins us, you know, daily, know everything. daily about cigars. <laughs> sure, eh. Every day you got to learn something. Yeah. Man. Oh yeah. You should. We always learn something daily. Like the difference between mold. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> Y'all need to check your humidor. Yeah. yeah, yeah check it. <laughs> Something right away. Mm -hmm. uh, did you, uh, one, okay. one cigar out of 
50,000. <laughs> how, how long have we been in business? <laughs> That's a long time. I was going to say, uh, sit, sitting at this table, what, between the two of you, how many years we got? We, yeah, we have in the game? Yeah. Quite a long time. Yeah. Oh, you would think we know what we're doing. Next subject. Next subject. <laughs> Next subject. Oh, we're, we're oh, we, we're really bouncing back to it. <laughs> <laughs> It'll come around. Oh yeah. I'm pretty sure every cigar owner out there has had that conversation with one customer or another. And I guess you just shake your head and go, "Okay." <laughs> hey, you know what's up, buddy? You do you. <laughs> hey, would y'all say this cigar maybe have like a little touch of leather and cocoa behind it? a good libation for drinking. Appreciate that. They're definitely complimenting it well. What are we drinking? Beautiful, beautiful whiskey tonight. Yes, it's a, it is a Japanese whiskey, and I always, I'm going to butcher this name because uh, it's just what I do best. Um, Iwa? 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 I-W-A-I. Uh, Mars whiskey it is something I think we've stumbled on recently. As far as um, new whiskeys, and it does pair very well with this cigar, in my opinion. We would have had some conjure cognac, but I was not there this morning when I got to work, so I'm not sure what happened to it. Hey, man. Buddy, that's been gone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's been gone longer. Yeah, yeah. Been, that's that that, that, that oh. was gone that day that you, 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 you decided to share it with us. Yeah. Uh, you totally forgot that. I, I wasn't going. I wasn't actually going to bring that up, <laughs> but yeah, hey, it got drank. It was good. You guys enjoyed it. That's what matters. It, it won't it, be the last. It would have been. It would have been nice to have some one more sip for the time for it. Because that's that that paired well with anything. Yes, that was very good. We actually got to have a little bit more of it last night. I made a mistake of leaving it on the counter, and uh, some people partook of it. Yeah, some people gonna catch that crane, though. Oh yes, you leave it. You leave, oh. it, out, you leave it out at the shop. It's yeah. fair game. It's yeah. it's one of the rules. I didn't leave it out at the shop. I put it on my desk. <laughs> <laughs> Brother, you will see when it went, when it went down. <laughs> I misremembered that. It's okay. It's okay. I just don't remember it all going down. Message. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got to do it, buddy. <laughs> Jump on a grenade. Yeah, man. <sighs> mm. I didn't get any cocoa yet, but that's just me, my palate. When you roll in six, seven cigars at a day. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not saying they're like this, but but leather, I can tell, definitely pick some of that up. Yeah, the, um, the leather definitely. Cocoa. They're not like the sweaty. Uh, ash chap leather, leather yeah. that we've heard talked about on this podcast mm-hmm. before by people we n- will not name. Mm-hmm. We won't name, but listen to the other ones. You'll figure out who it is real quick. Uh, no, because he drugged those other ones on and on and on and on yes. and on and on. Jeez. It's not a real quick listen when you listen to that. No, and it's, it's a lot of repetitive. Speech and stuff. It's okay. 
that's him. That's who he is, and we we appreciate him. We he judge him for you. We <laughs> we judge him just a little bit for you. Uh, so the guy, the owner of my father's, uh, Don Jose Team Garcia, correct? See, um, another actually, it's uh, a daughter, uh, Jenny Garcia, is also I guess somewhat involved with running the show um, down there in Miami. And his son. And his son. Jaime. Jaime. anything from their lineup that I could just run away from or I don't tell people to smoke. I've tried to turn many people onto my father. No one's complained so far. Mm, they they have a consistent cigar, man. I mean, I, I haven't found none bad cigar in their lineup, man, but it's not consistent. The MCL is very dry, so they've been doing it long enough to they, they get it down. They just have a consistent product, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's also good to know that Hey, they they do make cigars not only in their repertoire but for quite a few other people. Mm-hmm. They make a, a lot of stuff from Pete Johnson yeah. and Tatawahe comes out of that factory. <coughs> He's married uh, to the daughter, right? <coughs> hmm? Yeah, mm-hmm. Pete's married to Anna. Um, the San Cristobal and La Loma de Cuba also are made for Ashton. From his factory, mm-hmm. I believe was one of my f- uh, one of my favorite ones. Don't uh, Crown Heads. Crown Heads may have, have a few lines that they have made for, or they yep. used to. Yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure that a lot of them might be coming out of a prime factory now. Yeah, I know some because of the older yeah, but when they first work. started, it a lot it was either er- Ernie's doing it or Fatim. Of good tobacco coming out of there. Mm-hmm. They got some, I mean, in their lineup, they got some light to medium all the way up to a full body cigar. I mean, so mm-hmm. they got some for everybody. So, yeah. and all sizes. They have a, a massive lineup from what I've seen other people carry um, 18 in their general lineup, 10 in their limited lineup, roughly 10 in their limited lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Monte Cristo and my father got together and blended one that was uh, only sold to Monte Cristo uh, places around the U.S. I'm not sure if it was sold internationally, but also a phenomenal stick. Yes, it was. Picking up tobacco. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. I, I could give him something yeah. else. Yeah, it's all right. This is a oh. – There's lots oh. of things I have not seen. <laughs> It's nothing new. <laughs> it's coming from a guy who, who uh, I brought one up. Uh, was it what was it? Brass knuckles. <laughs> and he's like, I've smoked something like this before. It wasn't even two puffs into it. <laughs> Why the hell you do that? We have no oh. idea. Well, we do. You got you got plenty of time. Time. De- dedication to it. I mean, you you got to have dedication. I'm gonna call it teacher now. <laughs> 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 teacher. 
teaching. Yeah, you ain't gonna it. like it. Yeah, you yeah. ain't gonna like what I'm about to tell yeah. you. Like I mean, say. It, it, you just pick up nuances after you smoke enough different variety of things that you're like, yeah, that's this or that's from that. I hate to say that, but not a lot of people are really able to do that. No. They try it. But then again, that's partially why ZT's is what it is. I mean, he's been around for a while. He's smoked a lot, so has Todd. And they just they, they have an idea of what it's going to taste like before they even smoke it sometimes is what I want to say. But... So on the sidebar, people probably shouldn't tell us how to keep our humidor. He still, he's, it just burns him. It just burns him. He's like, no, I, I, this is the humidor's perfect. Leave it alone. Yeah, you don't have to think about smoking a cigar. <laughs> like you know, to just because you're casual, anybody can pick it up. Mm-hmm. I, I 100% agree with that. You should be able to. So I mentioned that this was uh, more of like a, when it comes to running cigar shops, and that's going to be the side note uh, for the for the for the remainder of the podcast is 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 the cigar industry. Have the 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 eighteen month window that I keep hearing about whenever I'm doing research. What what does that entail? Like, they say that a brand will either make it or break it within eighteen months from when they start to sell cigars. And actually gaining a profit, is that something you, you've seen a lot of in your in your time? I mean, I've seen a bunch of companies come and go. Um, whether it can be attributed to the company itself or maybe a specific brand is also running an 18-month mm-hmm. window. Um, I don't know. I haven't thought about it a whole lot. Obviously, you got to have a lot of money to start your own brand. A lot. And from, you know, distribution, um, buying the cigars, bands, boxes, servings. <laughs> it yeah. all goes yeah. into it. I mean, you know, by the time you, you know, buy that cigar for $3, you're going to make a dollar or two on it. Mm-hmm. By the time you get done with and you got to turn around and try to sell it, market it, have a sales force to just, you know, showcase it, distribute it. I could see 18 months being a fairly logical conclusion when it comes to, you know, actually turning a profit on that cigar mm-hmm. or that blend. Unless it's a new blend that's hot and it's, it's sold out before it even hits distribution. Mm-hmm. You know, we've all seen cigars like that. So it's branded and yeah, it's so much yeah, yeah. you just expect dang. Yeah, it, they, 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 it was just kind <coughs> of a side comment. It was, it was, and I've heard it in two or three things I've uh, listened to or s- two or three things I've, I've read and they said 18 months is, is the gestation period for a, a cigar brand in general. And I was wondering if, you, if, if there was anything else that I, I couldn't think of, you know, other than what you guys have already mentioned, you know, being able to stay afloat long enough 
by the time you start getting your cigars sold, by the time everyone hears about them, you, like you were saying, marketing and, and what have you. Uh, if you have a good base, um, you get en- get enough people to like it in enough stores. You know, I think the best. Some people, I think, what they do wrong, maybe this could be. This is purely speculation. Is that they try to grow too fast, too quickly, and that's with everything. Mm-hmm. But <coughs> prime example would be Rojas cigars. Um, he's literally really only worried about Texas, Oklahoma. And a few surrounding states, because a he doesn't have huge inventories, and he can service all of those shops that already carry his stuff, and at least keep something on the shelves for when they're selling. Mm-hmm. And the worst thing you can do is sell your cigars completely out, and a oh it's going to be three months before I can get you anything, you know, restock your shelves. That's you know, that right there will kill it. So, I like the guys that do regional area, and then they start growing out little by little and keep and add stores here and there as you maintain what you've already got. Mm-hmm. If you can't maintain what you've already sold, what's the point? That old saying, man, crawl before you walk, man. You know, do the simple, man. You know, give the customers what they want, man. Nobody wants to, you know, wait for it. Sell out, then you gotta wait three months. You know, keep customer coming to the window. If you like, well, back in the day, like people working the shops, they're gonna put you on something else, and that's just kill it. You're man. done. Yeah, I hate to throw him under the bus, but you know I'm gonna do it. I, you know, I, I knew it was coming because I I like him. I like Edgar, but dude, this is three times, and you know. Consistency is the key in this business. Yeah. You know, be with somebody, stay with somebody. If they're going to distribute your stuff, great. Stick with it for more than six months or a year. That's just going to kill it. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if it's coming back. Yeah. Coming back and it's I mean, good. The yeah. problem isn't the cigars. No. It's the the office. Yeah. Like we sold them. I mean, they selling like hotcakes, man. I mean, just. Couldn't get them back. Mm-hmm. Got to crawl, be- or like you said, crawl before you walk. Slowly steady wins the, wins the race. I guess it's it's a it's a business model everybody should listen to. Another thing I've, I found when I was kind of looking around at this stuff was um, more along the lines of how long a, a, a shop has been in business. Are there certain brands out there that only go come and allow you to sell if you? had a humidor and run it for X amount of time? Drone used to be that way. You, know, you had to build up a reputation. Um, you know, they have one uh, had to be in business a certain amount of time before you get open kind of stuff. Kind of stuff. I think Opus was the same way where they only opened limited number of accounts. Uh, Liga Pravada is the same way. You know, they only had X number of accounts with X number of cigars. Everything's allocated. You know, you get you ask <coughs> for what you want every month, and you get what they give you. you know, I, when I'm on demand, I can ask for everything. <laughs> so you mean that, that hey, that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. 
blowing quarters there's out only there. So much to back, <laughs> there's only so much tobacco, you know, that they can allocate for those cigars. They still have to rest in the barns mm-hmm. or in the, in the aging rooms and stuff. But yeah, Davidoff's got a sign layout. Yeah, what we tell it per uh, per city? per so many thousand yeah. people or something like that. something like that. Yeah. And you have to be asked by Davidoff. It's not something you can ask for Davidoff. They have to say, hey, you've been selected to be from the white label account. You know, give us your money. <laughs> Open your <laughs> pocketbook. Mm-hmm. Here's a big-ass humidor. We don't know if it we fits in your store We need to check with not. a couple zeros behind it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, okay. You want to play so those are some of the stories yeah you have to be have some sustainability okay but we got out of it i'm not in the way we did absolutely but if i go and get that humidity right and humidor (laughs) i couldn't let it go (laughs) you see i I could (laughs) i i don't blame you it goes along with those questions that we always get had this cigar one time. Nobody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, or yeah. the people that come in and sniff their sn- cellophane, <laughs> and you just look at yeah, them and go. Yeah, scratch your head. Well, I've come to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't get my humidor above 68. And this is a problem. Why? Mm. <laughs> it's got to be 72. I've read it everywhere else. Bro. Take a hygrometer into ours. Yeah. 67's about as good as good as we're gonna get it. <laughs> and the cigars smoke perfect. Perfectly. Mm-hmm. You get yeah. more flavor. You don't have that relight issue. Mm-hmm. You know, you get all the flavors. Cigar. I, I just couldn't like a good uh, good no cigar. I don't, I don't really understand you. I just I can't do it. To each his own. Yeah, I, you like it. We, we always say it. Your palate says it best. You know, stick with what your palate mm. says you like. But but you're not going to get a West Cigar out of here. Nah, mm. not happening. So the stuff it has got buttery, creamy, smooth. A little that that white pepper that I I, I love to use when I'm cooking, Ooh. especially in mashed potatoes, because it just adds that extra little bit of. So subtle of a spice, but yet creamy and buttery. That's kind of what I'm getting. We're about about to hit our second third, close to our second third, into our second third. Well, I'm we're in there. We're in there. We're, 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 yeah, we're in there, we're, we're in there and yeah, I, I halfway through the second third. <laughs> <I> definitely, <laughs> definitely concur. That white pepper on that retro hill is uh, just a nice added flavor, along with that creaminess. You got some change to it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this, and the flavor harkens back to that original, old school, not this current shit. That old school Cuban feel. It has a little bit of that white pepper. You know, it, it doesn't offend, not offensive. It's got that creaminess to it. Unfortunately, for those Cubans, they kind of like stay like that the whole way through. You're smoking it. 
the added benefit of using Nicaraguan soils and being able to rotate crops and be able to use other strains in your blending techniques allows that, that complexity and creativity that lends itself to cigars so you actually keep your nib. Mm-hmm. Just be real what you always tell me. Cubans are one-dimensional. They, they, they really are. I Smoke mean, enough ha- of them, they are. How they start is just how they finish. It is not with this, and and that's and people like that, and that's why you can't knock it. But yeah. for me, I I don't like that. And yeah, that's, yeah and there's nothing wrong with that. Man. But there's nothing wrong with it. So it's just not for me. Yeah. Closest I've got to a lot of changes, mainly from the non-big brand guys, yeah. Trinidad's, Bolivar's, San Cristobal's, you know, Guavas. They at least seem like they're trying. <laughs> a lot of the other ones, no, not, not so much. Not so much. Nope. Yeah, who wants to pay $48 for a D4 now? Different question. Me. I can't. Well, you might not be able to get a cigar. <laughs> <laughs> and if you happen to buy a box, there's going to be more than one that's not drawn. Oh, yeah, you might get, yeah. Smoked 18 of them, had to throw six away. They were all plugs. <laughs> yep. So you originally paid how much for that box? Not exactly the price of that cigar, but another 20 bucks a stick. You couldn't smoke six of them. Buddy, I'll do that. I'm cutting that shit up, putting it in my damn pipe. Get <laughs> 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 my money's worth, baby. <laughs> I'm not taking this hell. <laughs> I ain't taking this sitting down. More than one way to skin a cat. Man, more than one way. Right. That is that, that. That does bring up an interesting point. I I had I never had seen someone use a pipe to actually smoke a cigar before. I have. Mm-hmm. But it's usually a, a nub. nub. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They usually will smoke it and then grab their pipe and stick it in. I'm like, it cannot be that good by now because <laughs> I mean all that smoke has been filtering yeah. through all those leaves for like the last hour and ten minutes. It's got to taste better. I'm not, I'm not knocking them, but they go going to get all their money's worth. That's exactly <laughs> what that Damn is. Like. Cheap bastard. <laughs> <laughs> man. You got hard up, man. You have to think about it. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> what about your, what your life's decisions? Man, for real. <laughs> you want to do this for government? I ain't going to do it. <laughs> if you're doing that with Trader Jackson, Trader Jackson Ashton's, we might bro, have a problem. Bro, bro. <laughs> They really are, man. And I, you know, ain't no one smoking cigars, cute cigars, and you know, teachers on. You gotta have them. Oh shit! You got to have them. Yeah, yeah, you have to have them. You got to have them. But uh, and hey, we don't market that shit to kids. No, no. Message straight up for real. Double message. You come in our shop, your gas is getting ID'd if you look under twenty-seven. Straight up, Todd might jump our ass and say thirty-five. Yeah, but you come in here enough, you know. I mean, I haven't been here when, when someone has tried to come in and buy. I've, I've refused to sell to people that have had, that didn't have ID with me. No, we're not going down that road, buddy. No. <laughs> yeah. If they come in and they have white-haired glasses and they can barely open the door and they want to buy a cigar and, you know, their husband's out in the car and they don't have their purse, <laughs> I'm probably going to let it slide. But, hey. Very yeah. true. It's a, it's, a, it's a real deal. 
What was that brand? That, uh, the names of those those brands that they got they wanted us to sell that we oh, were, shit, were gonna no. run out of here. <laughs> I, I had to bring it up because it's crocodile tears. No, unicorn tears. Unicorn tears. Space Yacht Ranger. <laughs> Yacht Rock. Uh, Yacht Rocket. Uh, oh, what was the other one? Baby Raccoon. I don't remember. Uh, it was bad. I was just like, we were looking like, you know, I wouldn't we, even do this. We ain't selling this shit. Not even a chance. But that is straight up marketing to kids. Mm-hmm. Just the names alone. Like we had just had a crossover. Right after that, they released. I'm like, what were they, they did not. They did not do it. Yeah. Like, no. Like we're not carrying that. <laughs> no. Sorry, we're not dying on that hill today. <laughs> we're, we're, we're doing good separating ourselves. That's that's actually an interesting conversation. We are in the premium cigar business. Mm-hmm. Premium. Premium? Oh, yeah. Mm. Baby. Take it up a notch. Okay. So you can't find no backwoods? Machine <laughs> <laughs> rolls will not no. be found in this shop. Sorry. But we got to separate ourselves. I mean, we're, we are not like the backwoods mm-hmm. and the white owls mm-hmm. and the Swisher Sweets and the black and milds. Swisher Sweet was my first cigar, and it almost turned me off to them. I'm, I'm not going to lie. That's totally different. This is, once again, we chose the premium. Like yep. This is this nothing like the. 300 hands, baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, love, cared. I mean, it's, it's a whole process. I mean, you get to see it. I mean, it's, it'll humble you, and it'll give you a different appreciation. I know you can't wait to go down and see it. So. <laughs> I that I would I would love to go and just sit and watch the whole process, be a part of the process, and and see everything it is. They just love I mean, love, care, and nurture the tobacco. Some up to you know three to three to five years before they even load or sell it. That's why we smoke the best, man. So, what is the the craziest story that you got off the top of your head? Someone trying to sell cigars to you, like did they did they make up a story behind it to try to sell it, or like this tobacco comes from the Cub- uh, uh, a Cuban seed we grow out in Nicaragua, rolled on the thighs of virgins. Thighs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've heard it all. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if there's like crazy ones, but some of them try to get out there doing some like absolute region. You know what priming was on this particular plant from this particular row in this particular field. I was like, God damn, no one gives a shit about that. Ninety-five percent of the people want to know: Does it taste good? What's the wrapper? Strong, medium, light. Unless you're rusty. But man, gotta have gotta have those nerves. You got to you gotta have one. Man knows what's coming in before we do. <laughs> oh shit. 
straight up? I haven't seen him lately. He was in my age. Yeah, well, probably two on that one. He got plenty of cigars, but you know, probably two of those. He ain't lacking. No, he's not. Not at all. But yeah, I mean, it doesn't. Some of that stuff is interesting, Mm -hmm. but it's not really relevant. So when I cut it and light it, will I like it? (laughs) (laughs) It seems like the basic basic rundown I always give. Yeah. So let me like as far as like a Tosa cigar, like, you know, flavor notes is definitely it's definitely nice, but it's definitely sweet and it's definitely dense. Woodiness to it, earthiness. Hardwood. Yeah, hardwood, well. I mean, they've broken these flavor wheels down. Have you seen some of these <laughs> examples that some of these people put out uh, <laughs> on these these st- companies? Sorry, the I'm flavor with this. The, fla- <laughs> the flavor wheel looks like the you know, who's who of the Bible? <laughs> it just goes all the way around. And you got to pick out which one's strong, which one's mild, which one's this taste, which one's that taste. Everybody's palate's different. They're not going to get the same shit that you put on a flavor wheel. They're going to, A, like it or not going to like it. You know, they don't have, maybe not everybody devotes as much time as we do to the nuances of the smoke, the retro hit. So flavor wheel, I don't know. You just pick things up as you smoke it. Uh, you might smoke one now. We might smoke the cigar in two months from now and sit down, you know, not do a podcast, but also sit down and smoke the cigar. And I didn't get this the first time we smoked it. Well, yeah, sit two more months in a humidor. It's so changed. We've changed. So on the flavor wheel, have you seen bacon fat drippings or uh, watermelon Gatorade or uh – Funny you should ask that. Uh, I, you know, <laughs> I have to ask. Inquiring minds want to know. Oh, man. I think everything just brings us back to, like, memories. What do we what mm-hmm. do we remember from something in the past we ate, drank, smelled, you know, were immersed in? And those are the memories we get, we retain, and we try to use those descriptors to describe the cigar, the flavors we're given, the aroma we're given. And it's different for everyone. And I think most of the time a lot of people have that back and forth. Mm-hmm. Just people moving on back and forth. Yeah. Back and forth question. Yeah, because if you're Muslim, Certainly. you don't know what bacon fat drippings taste yeah, like. Yeah, that's not the point. Yeah. And they might be put off by that cigar. Well, well, when I was actually working over in Saudi, I would have people ask me to uh, buy um, the Gurkha line with me. They loved Gurkha hmm. over there in that part of the world. Why? I, I'm, I'm not. I, I got to bite my tongue, buddy. I didn't <laughs> say the <laughs> word. I mean, this, this has still got to go on on Spotify. So, yeah. <laughs> shit. Now they got a lot to learn over there. If they got Gurkha as their number one go to. Well, it's just I'm just gonna come right out and say it. Fuck it. Things got to be said. They got to be said. Gotta have it. That that's the other funny side to it. I I would say uh, wasn't able to get Gurkha this time, but I got some Daff last night, or I got you know a Kristoff you might like. 
and I, I, you know, I give him stuff out of my personal stash, and they're like, oh, that was really good. What was that? Was that a Gurkha? No, it's not a Gurkha. <laughs> Get off the Gurkha thing. I promise you, there's, there's other tastes out there and other flavors. It goes back to that. I think you mentioned this in another question earlier about the cigars being distributed or something like that, mm-hmm. to that effect, or what, what a company or a store carries in their shop. <laughs> if you think about it, they may not have a distribution for Padron, for a lot of your Dominican, Nicaraguan, Honduran s- companies may not have a distribution center set up in these other companies. Mm-hmm. They might have import-export laws that prevents them from ever getting that. Mm-hmm. It's like somebody was telling me they went, like, was it Kyler? Came back yeah. from Europe or uh, from England? Yeah. Cubans. That's all you can get over there. Cubans. They may have a few Padrones, I think he said. Yeah, it's still Cubans, Davidoffs. Cubans, Davi- well, Davidoffs, still yeah, Cubans. Yeah. They have wow. some Cuban Davidoffs. Yeah. And Padrone. That's it. You're not going to get Espinosa over there. You're not, you're not going to get Fuente. HBC. Yeah, the small guys, Ashton, whatever, you know, Tatuahe. You're yeah. not going to get a My Father cigar mm-hmm. in England. Mm-hmm. Not happening. Because of the distribution. Distribution and manufacturing. That's two things I've, I, I've heard people live or die by in the, in the tobacco world. And didn't, wasn't it J.C. Newman and a Fuente that kind of teamed up in the early part of cigar world? Newman had the distribution, but Fuente didn't really have. They had the, they had the factories. They had the they had the, the fields, but the distribution and getting it out to America still was very limited for them. Right. Fuente, uh, yeah, Newman's had the end on that. Mm. Still living that, still yeah. living that factory. Yes. Yep. Which was a beautiful thing to go see. It's when cool, I was isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amazing. The whole process was. Yeah, I, I would gladly go down there, <laughs> just sit in those factories, and, and, and pick their brains wherever they were. But that was one of those stories that we that picked up on where that that uh, wrapper leaf for the black diamond was only grown on like. Five acres of soil in the DR. So five acres, wrapper. That's why, A, they're harder as hell to get, Mm -hmm. the Diamond Crown Black Diamond. Mm -hmm. Because, A, if you only got wrapper leaves from five acres, that's not very much. So that's going to limit the number of boxes that are being sold to X number of stores throughout the entire year. Mm -hmm. It might be only 3,000 boxes for the entire year to go to. 1,300 stores, 400 mm-hmm. stores. Yeah. That and that's got to last that entire year. Mm-hmm. And when it's gone, it's gone. Got to wait till the next year for the next batch to be ready. Mm-hmm. And maybe that helps answer some of that other question we had earlier. Yeah, yeah, it does. I was actually, I was <coughs> that was one thing I did pick up on uh, researching uh, My Father Cigars. I think, it, I think it was the Garcia Garcia. We are smoking that one next. But a couple other ones, they, they only had like three or 4,000 boxes. Of of what they had to release, and I guess mm-hmm. it goes back to why you only get you you ask for some for x amount, and you only get what yeah get what shows up. Exactly. So same way with Opus, same way with Liga. Mm-hmm. Only so much. There's only so much tobacco to yeah. go around, and especially in these cigars that are hot colored. So this is a nice finish on the smoke. Oh yeah, good pickup. Very very nice. Um. Did you know that they gave uh, just a weird fact I, I found in, in my reading? Uh, 
They used to get cigars out in, in carnivals at Fridays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that man is still going. <laughs> I was a winner. Yeah, I, I, when I was reading that, I was like, hey, Mr. That's where Brett, that came from. W- w- did carnivals. You, did, you gr- did you grow up with that? Mm, I heard it quite a bit. <laughs> you heard it quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I think that was turned upon it. <laughs> I think that law came into yeah. effect. <laughs> no, yeah, back in what was it, thirties, forties, fifties? Yeah, yeah. That's where it came from. Bunch of weird facts I found on online about cigars. I just could, had to bring that one up because I was like, carnivals. That's been a great way to start smoking. Mm, carnivals. <laughs> Get them circus, folks. <laughs> 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 where would the world be without Yeah, man. I think that should have been the first first actual sign of where society was headed. When when you looked at carnies and you said, "Yeah, that's what America is." Yeah. <laughs> God help the aliens don't come. Then you know, first thing they go to is the carnival. Jesus. <laughs> Can't let them come. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. We thought they What's were. We thought they were ready, but <laughs> well, we're out. What was that a- the alien in Looney Tunes took the, or was it Bugs Bunny took the wrong turn to Albuquerque? Uh, Bugs, bu- yes. Bugs Bunny. Yes. Uh, oh, Marvin, Marvin the Martian. Marvin the Martian. Yeah. Yep. Can't think of the bad one. <laughs> Pluto. Pluto. Yeah, you're yep. right. Yeah. Almost named my first dog that when I was growing up. The only reason I can remember. But yeah, definitely the the it's it's a complex smoke. Changes about every third. Yeah. Mm-hmm. De- if if you yeah. haven't if you have not smoked this cigar, I would highly recommend it. Well, we should probably say that about everything we have. We have oh, oh, well, whoa. not everything. <laughs> everything we've smoked on the podcast. Oh, absolutely. We can go that route. <laughs> not everything we we've had in the humidor. <laughs> well. There is no such thing as bad cigars, only better ones, but there are some things we will not smoke again. That's what we're going to say. There's no accounting for taste. Man. <clears throat> Everybody loves that musky cigar. Mm. <laughs> oh, what was that line? If you don't like this, it should require some taste. Man. <laughs> yeah. uh. Well, I think that's going to wrap us up for this one, gentlemen. Um, I'm we'll excited about the next one. We are all hard. We all are. <laughs> we're, we're, we're sitting there drilling over it as it sits on the table in front oh, of us. The tree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I might have to go for another bowl of chili, though. That's fine, too. That, at least that, half. Oh, yes, yes. We'll talk about that on the next one. We had, oh, we we had a nice, to. we had a wonderful treat from oh, man. from uh, Laramie's family. But we'll get into that on our next startup. Y'all have a wonderful night. We uh, pay t- uh, Stay tuned for our next one. Peace.